Hi, everybody, and welcome to an edition of Coach's Corner. I really loved my talk with Lauren Zander. She is an OG when it comes to coaches, and I think you're really going to like the straight talk she gives you in this episode. Let me tell you a little more about Lauren. She is the co-founder and chairwoman of The Handle Group, an international corporate consulting and life coaching company dedicated to teaching people how to realize their professional and personal visions. She spent over 20 years coaching thousands of private and corporate clients and has been a featured expert in the New York Times, BBC, Forbes, Dr. Oz, and is a regular contributor to Business Week and the Huffington Post. In this episode, we talk about the dangers of lying and Lauren's new book, Maybe It's You, which walks readers through the innovative step-by-step process that has transformed the lives of tens of thousands of Handle Group clients and explains how anyone can achieve amazing things when we stop lying and finally start keeping the promises we make to ourselves. This is a no-nonsense, funny, and proven approach that teaches people how to reset their lives. And I'd say the same about our talk. It's a no-nonsense, funny, and proven approach because we've got over two decades of life coaching experience when it comes to Lauren. There's also some free tools and gifts that the Handle Group and Lauren are offering you. You can take your current reality quiz. There's also a inner you digital coaching course that Lauren is giving you a discount on. If you look in the show notes, the link for everything is in there. And now on to my coaching session with Lauren. Lauren, thank you so much for being on the show. I've followed your work for a while. You're, you're someone that I've wanted to have on the show for a while. So thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> so we were just riffing a little bit before I hit the record button. And I told you a little bit about uh, our tribe here, our audience. Yeah. And immediately you knew what to share about. And as soon as you said it, I'm like, this is it. So we're just going <laughs> to go there with the word yes. epigenetics. Which yes. So let's start out by defining what the heck is epigenetics and why does it matter? Well, I'll, this is how I explain it. Okay. So, and I explain it like, so it's a little more fun or, you know, when you face it, it's interesting, right? So you don't just have your father's blue eyes. You may very well have his wandering blue eyes. Right. And so all of a sudden you have to confront like you didn't just get the color, you also got the behavior. And so most people, so given how long I've been doing what I'm doing, what I have been studying and really pretty freaked out about is how much history is repeating and people don't see it coming, but you could. And that the more you go into the real lineage, even the secrets in the lineage, pretty much those are the ones you really better figure out. You're having a reaction to what happened in your family's lineage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have really good stories. And now I even have like the science behind it and I understand what it's teaching. And it's really going to revolutionize understanding yourself. Okay. I love this. Can you give, because stories and examples always really help. Can yeah. you give an example of this? Yeah. I'll tell you the one when I decided after this happened. I was never going to skip in any client them having to do the work of figuring out this research in their own lives, okay? So this is the one that freaked me out the most. Great client. She was sorting out whether she should get divorced 
Um, and that's really all she came to me for, right? Like a big decision. She has a kid, very heavy decision. And we helped her like quit smoking, stop drinking, get your head on straight, love your own life. And then by the time we sorted out her marriage, she was clearly wanting a divorce. We have the cleanest divorce, like a great, you know, and then we say goodbye, like great job. Okay. So now imagine she shows up in my head, maybe a year later, like uh, pops in and I, I check in on her and, um, and she's letting me know that she's so excited. She's moving in with her new boyfriend. Like she thinks she's moving in with her new boyfriend. And I'm like, tell me about him. And no, don't anybody scream. But for this woman, this was a big deal. He was 29, which she is late in her thirties, right? 29 year old and Latin and needs a green card. Okay. Okay. But crazy about him. He's the sweetest guy she's ever met. I, you know, and this woman is an incredibly smart banker. Okay. But you can tell we have problems in our love life. And so I screamed and I said, you know, get to my couch. Right. Mm -hmm. And by the time we were like done, what I had her deal with was like, well, first of all, her father had four marriages, very happy in the last one. Mother had three very happy in the last one. I told her to go find out all the stories in all the marriages that broke up. Like she really didn't even know really well who they were, what they were. She was young. This happened. Like she really didn't know. Guess what? The father's second marriage was very short and it was with a, for a green card. Mm. And he lived like, and I mean like Latin, Latin woman. Wow. Right. Nice. Still the nicest person he ever met. Like that's still what, but it, and she freaked out as you can imagine. Like we were like, holy cow. Wow. Right. Like how, like that doesn't even make sense. It does though. I, you know, I love it. So I have my master's degree in spiritual psychology from a place called the University of Santa Monica. You may be familiar with it. And one of the things we had to do in our second year was a genealogy project. And we had to, it was basically epigenetics. We had to look at not health, not like diabetes, heart conditions, all those things. It was patterns. It was, yeah. where's their alcoholism? Where was their cheating? Where was their, you know, body image? Just the, the, exactly what you're talking about. So yeah. this is so powerful. And, th- and throw, you know, money stories, like yes. a whole dynamic, and then betrayals in business. Yes. And cousins fighting and siblings not talking and what the wars were about in families over money. Like if you go really deep into what's happening in your life, you will get to a real place where you go, is it spiritually like I'm supposed to solve this? Right. Right. Because boy, oh boy, it certainly teed it up for me. Right. Like here it is. Right. Like all your parents issues, not in a burden, but in a lineage, like back to the beginning of time. Yeah. What I really do feel we're living in a time where we have now more than ever, the support, the information and tools to break generational patterns more than ever before, which is exciting, which is exciting. And it's also, it can be daunting because one, a lot of it can be unconscious until you really don't go digging for it or until your own life, you you date the same person over and over again, just with a different face, or you keep running into the same problems. Eventually you're like, why is this happening? So what I have found, which really scares the, the Jesus out of people is that like, so especially in the area of sex, 
right? So everyone does not want to know when their mother lost their virginity. Yeah. Right. And doesn't want to know who broke her heart and doesn't want to know if she had an abortion or like, like you're not allowed, like the amount of unwritten law that you're not allowed to go there, right, is the first boundary I break, right, is like, no, you know, you're 30 some odd years old, you can talk about sex now with your mom. It's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. (laughs) You know, we all poop, we all screw. It's okay. (laughs) Right. And you didn't invent it. I'm sorry. Right. But to get a person to go into start interviewing about really intimate things also puts you in a position where you're going to start to tell your truth. Right. And so what I you know, when I think about what I'm teaching in the world, I'm teaching people to stop lying. Like there's no reason to lie. Right. The amount like I would like to eradicate lying. Right. And and everyone's lying or withholding or thinking that you're not allowed to go there when the more you go there, the more it like. I'm telling you the karmic changes that can happen right then and there because you went there with your mom, your dad, your brother, you had all those conversations. It's profound that you don't actually need to do an insane amount of work, but really like the hardest one shot. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I can think of so many clients who just as an example, were cheated on. And Uh I've, I've asked, have either one of your parents been cheated on? And either the answer is, I don't know, and then they go ask, and the answer was yes, or, well, yes, but I didn't know about it till later. Like, as you, you still knew about it unconsciously, like it, it was there. So, yeah. so we know this matters. So the next question is, well, not everybody may be able to talk to their mother. Uh-huh. People may have died. The, the, a parent may be completely co- closed down to these conversations so how do we get the information? And then if we can't really get the information, what do we do? How do we, how does this go beyond awareness? So, so the first thing is, is I've always been very satisfied when a person starts hunting that an aunt or a best friend or like someone's alive, right? Someone could really be alive and know more than you do. Right. And so and then there's no greater act of love and caring than wanting to hear the true stories. Right. And especially from that, you know, 82 year old woman who hasn't gotten a phone call. Right. So so the 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 caring that goes into doing the the investigation is a real part of the process, too, even if you're hunting for some best friend from high school, from your aunt who, you know, who died. Right. And again, because of today's day and age, you can you kind of can find people right? like you really can find them, all of them. Anyway, so one is, you know, really figure out who you can talk to and and are you really willing to kind of go there and start to care at that level where like the real deeper story matters. Right. And I promise there's gold in there because it's deep and special to even just care, even to fail at caring Mm. is 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 really like, you know, and then crafting the conversation. Like, I love, you know, I miss my mother. I love my mother. I, I never knew these things. I always wanted to know these things. You're someone who loved her. You know, would you be willing to tell me like the dark and dirty and everything so I could just embrace the truth? Mm. Right. And, um, so you kind of, I kind of usually write the script for them mm-hmm. and, um, they're always, you know, mo- scared out of their wits, but do it and are, love the results. So what are some, you, you gave an example, um, you know, I want to know the, the, the dirty secrets. 
What are some other questions? Because this could be a very intimidating conversation for somebody to have with their parent or their great aunt or, or somebody like yes. that. Not everybody can come sit on your couch and get you to write the script. So yes. give, give them some guidance because I'm sure people are going, yes, yes, yes. But oh my God, the thought of this terrifies me. Well, the, the real best, sorry, lube. <laughs> I know, I the best lube would be your stories. Like, so if you're coming to tell, like, first of all, people love to help each other, right? So it really is like, as long as you're willing to go, you know, so, you know, I'm on my third marriage or this happened to me, or I haven't been able to break free around money. You know, I have it like, so because I need something, like, I think knowing more about my family will help me. Would you be willing to, you know, go there once? Right. And just try this with me and let me, you know, cause I have like, you're helping me, right. This isn't, so I shame anyone or find out dirty secrets. So it can be, you know, upsetting, right. It's to help. Right. And so if anyone, like people are really willing to tell the stories and they're really okay with telling them to an adult. Right. So most reasons why people don't tell someone is because they're scared of the consequences or, you know, what you might do with it, or you're too young to handle the information. Mm. Right. That's what I found. Right. And so I've like, I haven't had a lot of problems. You know, what really happens is people decide they don't want to deal with it and then they get blocked. Right. Or think that person won't really answer the questions. But, you know, have you gone? Have you called? Like, maybe you need to talk twice. Right. And just get, you know, have a nice warm chat and then ask if I can come back with some deeper questions. Would you be willing to answer them? Right. So it, it might take a little, like a few conversations or, uh, you know, so just it's possible, right? People want to share. And then when, good. yeah. And when you get the information, because just having the information doesn't necessarily change things, what do you do then? Okay. Well, one, I do think knowing the information changes things. Like one fact can, you know, so if you're like, how do you kill a belief? It's like one good fact that doesn't go with the belief. Mm -hmm. Like one good one. Right. And if you think about your past and you think how little you may know the truth or how many facts, maybe you don't know, you know, the odds are incredible. Right. So on the favor of you can change the story because facts can change and then the whole narrative can change. Okay. And so that's pretty much when I deal with people, what I call their haunting memories. um, One of the best ways to get a haunting resolved is to find out you don't know all the facts. Mm-hmm. Right. And that you have it from a 13 year old memory. Right. You don't even know why they really got divorced. Really? Mm-hmm. And you never really talked about it again, did you? Mm-hmm. And now they've been divorced for nine years. I think they're OK to talk about it. Right. Like so. So time changes and people get more and more open as time changes anyway. So that's kind of like my pitch that I always make. But then finding out new facts do, really does change your empathy your understanding of yourself, your compassion, like it really gets you to shift, especially when you're intimate with anybody, right? Gone vulnerable with anyone is really makes you proud of yourself, right? Makes you feel like you have the courage to do it. So anything a person could, any risk a person takes um, builds their courage. Yes. Yes. Right. And so I don't care. I Like you can't be enough of a, even if it's small, yeah, I walked around the house in the dark without a flashlight, right? Like, I don't care what it is, right? If that's something you would never do and you did it, I swear you won't feel the same. You'll giggle at yourself differently, right? It builds <laughs> courage, right? It'll just be cute, right? You can remember it, right? You're building something. So, so 
you know, so I kind of live in that camp with teaching people to take more actions in the direction they need to go about something. So a lot can be done in talking to people vulnerably, vulnerably about subjects you don't usually go after. And so if you're having trouble with money or having trouble finding love, right, getting other people's love stories, taking that risk, ask, you know, like any kind of risk you can take that scare you heading towards the direction of what you want will help. Okay. Great. And then, okay, so let's say you get this information. Let's say yeah. that you, let's use a cheating example because it's, yes. it's, it's one we've used. You find yes. out that your mother cheated yes. and, or your father, whoever, and mm-hmm. you have just been cheated on. Yeah. How do you connect the dots? So, so yeah. you have the facts, so obviously that helps yeah. and you're like, okay, yeah. I can see why, but, but, the, but then what do you do from there? Well, one is if you, if you, you can go to the spiritual context that it's repeating. So we learn the lessons, not like, because you screwed up, I'm a screw up, right? Not that way, right? Like it's in the lineage. I love someone who did that to me. You love someone who did, we both picked that person who would do that to us, right? So then we're, then there's lessons to learn, real lessons to learn that you would then make real rules about with yourself right? That would change what you do next. So if you learn from your mistakes, that's good. Everyone will be making mistakes and everyone is either learning from them or not, or learn the wrong lesson, which definitely happens. And so when you connect the dots with your mother and you go, well, what happened to you? Why did you, why did you pick him? What were you think? Like from her whole context. And then you listen to your saga and how come you picked him and didn't see it coming? And did you both stop having sex? Did you, ha- did you ever like your sex life? Did you ever, like, there's a lot more questions to figure out why something cheating happened than just, you know, poor me. I was good. He was, you know, he was the jerk. She was, right? It, it, it's so much deeper, people, right? And, and it's never that simple. And it's not good guys and bad guys, right? It's so much deeper in the human condition. In which case, the more you understand what happened to your mother and what happened to you, the more you can learn so it doesn't repeat. And you should forgive. Yes. Why? Because you picked him. You picked her. It's not, you didn't get played. You were in the play. Yeah. 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 And forgive, forgive everyone. The person that cheated on you, the parent who cheated, the parent who stayed with the cheater, like everybody. <laughs> Everybody. everybody gets forgiven for you to be free. And, and my listeners have heard me say this a lot. Forgiveness isn't condoning something. It's not like, it's totally okay that you cheated. It's more about letting go of the judgments, moving to understanding, because when we're holding on to anger, resentment, or blame, we're the one that continues to get hurt. And so forgiveness really is about setting ourselves free, not just about yeah. letting the other person off the hook. It's not about that. At yeah. All. No, no. You're yeah. You, and it, and in the forgiveness, then you can be accountable for being the picker. Right. Right. So if you stay, you know, everything you said, but if you stay blaming someone else, then you cannot never really be responsible for why that happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, so this is, you know, I just had a, a totally different topic that I want to ask you sure. about if that's okay. Fine. Cause you, you, you're, you're an OG life coach. You started your business in 2004, I believe. Right. Well, I started my life coaching business in 
98, 99. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. And then built a company starting in 2006. Okay. So cool. I would love for you to give some advice because life Mm. coaching is very trendy right now. And (laughs) and people are often choosing life coaches over therapists. Yeah. What should people, so if I'm seeking out a life coach, what should I be looking for? What kind of questions should I be asking the coach? How do you pick how do you pick a life coach and how do you know if they're any good? So, a ref, you know, life coaches should be referred, right? And you should be able to see the change or like the person that just told you that's the one they use. You go, oh my God, they use that one. That's amazing. Mm. Right? Like, and that not just one person, but three with different situations, like with, with whatever you're dealing with. So really, um, uh, make sure the referral and what you're, you know, who you're trusting is like, you want what they're having, mm. right? Like you really want what they're having, right? So it's like, you love your, your haircut. You go, who'd you get it from? Right. And you're like, wow, that woman, they did great. Right. So it's really one of those type of referrals, but this one's closer to plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like you don't want to go to a plastic surgeon without seeing the results on other one. Okay. That's, oh, that's, yeah. See, yeah. See, see, like relate to it that way. And if you, okay, so let's just, cause I know my audience yes. and I can hear their questions. So <laughs> let's say you live in a place where people don't go to life coaches. You don't know to yeah. anybody that's been to a life coach. You're just trying to find one for yourself and, and you're left to Google and, and interviewing different ones. Just some, gen- some good questions to ask or just things to be on the lookout for. How long have you been doing this? Um, tell me some of your best stories of results you've produced and how you did it. Um, tell me how long you work with them. Um, yeah, that's pretty. If you stay in that vein, you'll and then they really have to lay out the story and the process and the problem and the and how it changed and how they got the person there. If you can hear a really good coach will be able to walk you through how they did it. And then you'll be able to hear how it pertains literally to you. Yes. And don't be afraid to ask the coach coach questions Uh, because you're interviewing them before you, before you bring them on. And then I'll tell you what I think the real secret sauce is also besides what I just said is, um, ask them about their personal lives, their career, their happiness, right? You want someone who who is practicing what they preach, mm-hmm. right? There's a, you know, there's a bunch of preachers out there that are actually even saying the right thing, but you wouldn't want to manage your, your, your sex life the way they do their, their bank account, the way they do yes. the way they're driving that car and they can't really, and they should be in a Prius, right? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay, good. Super helpful. Super helpful. Um, I, I definitely want to talk about your last book. I love this title. The title of Aww. the book is Maybe It's You. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my biggest awakenings and I really got on the path of personal growth is when I pretty much lost everything in my 20s and I was so in my victim and so in like, oh my God, the world's against me. And I just had this insight of, wow, the common denominator in all of these situations is me. So maybe I have something to do with it. So I, I, I love this title. Tell us about this book, what inspired it and what readers can get from it. Well, first of all, that the, the joke in my life is that tagline, yeah. right? Right. And I've been using it pretty much my whole career. 
right? Maybe it's me. <laughs> and then, and then the next second you drop the maybe, right? Yeah. yeah. And then the, the maybe's a lie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, but it's a nice way. It's the lube for the, right. <laughs> for the, right. it's the, you know, it's, it's my joke. Uh, it's my sense of humor. So the book, so first of all, I've been coaching for pretty much 20 years and I have never written a book, written a book, but I had taught it in two different, like I have been in 30 different universities. I have to, like, I have been doing all the work and developing all the content and teaching it, um, and running it in companies, but I had never stopped to kind of make it really available to anyone and, and kind of, you know, and it wasn't cause I couldn't, I just never had stopped sell the book and care about the general public. Right. And, and really see how it does. And so I had a ball writing the book. I actually, so I'm the creator of the method, but I wrote the book with my sister. My sister is the writer, but my, it's hysterical. My sister, you know, she ha- captures my voice and she was pretty much the only one who ever could. Um, so, so it is really the method laid out in a book. It's like I, I deal in an artist's way, kind of like you need to do the work. It's, it's if you don't do it, it, it will be a, a cute read. Right. Um, it'll profoundly change your life if you actually do each section and all the examples. It works brilliantly. Like you never need to talk to me. Stick to the book. Right. Uh, it really gets the job done. And I wrote and it's awesome because I wrote it after I, you know, had pa- made all my mistakes. Right. Like everything that never worked is not in the book. <laughs> <laughs> this is a shortcut. <laughs> avoid this avoid is- the pitfalls I fell into. Well, yeah, it's like a summation of my best work after 20 years, and then it's my first book. And then I have many more books to write from from this foundation. But this foundation is required basic reading in order to do anything else I do. Yes. Right? And so so that, so, and, you know, it's not for the lighthearted, right? So you will, you will be, you know, dreaming in 12 different areas of your life. You will find out that you don't know how to really write a dream. And then you'll go after, then you'll, you know, so the process makes you get your thinking out of yourself where you're get your subconscious and your conscious out, you know, and then I teach you how to trail it. And I, what I teach overall is personal integrity, which is people are great at making promises to other people, but we suck at keeping promises to ourselves. Yes. And so this entire book is about being true to that. And learning how to keep a promise to yourself and making the most important, you know, make the most important promises. And this kind of guides you as to what they bet, you know, the, aims you in the right direction of confronting being true to yourself in a holistic, all your life way. I love this. I love this. Yes. And I, and I take down and I make you face all the ways you lie. Right. Mm. And humans lie. And wait till you read the lie list. They're hysterical. Can right? you get, it's like, give us a couple. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. So, so what happens is, is your lie. So, so there's eight, I basically tell you there's all like eight different ways we lie. Right. So, um, the, you know, so I'll do some of the basics, right? So the basics are withholding information is a huge one. Like if you don't ask, I don't have to tell you, or this is a secret and I'm allowed to keep my things private. Right. And then no one understands that your secrets have you fully forever, right? If you can't tell that thing, you believe it, it becomes true and it hides, festers and grows into sick, you know, cancer, right? 
And so that so what's happening in this whole lying section is you're finding out that you've locked yourself into your own personality from even the way you said, oh, I'm sorry, I'm late. It was the traffic, but it really wasn't the traffic. Right. You left late and you don't know you just, you know, kind of committed yourself to being two faced forever. Right. You're two faced. Right. Like you can't just say I left late. I'm sorry. Or I'm late. I'm so sorry. Right. Like, do you really have to throw the lie in? Right. So people and then what does that do to your character? And are you sure it does nothing? Because I have so much proof it's killing you. Yeah. Right. And so and there's science to back it. I mean, my Lord. Right. So I so that so withholding information, even all your social grease, like, oh, you look great. But in your head, you're like, you gained five pounds. Mm. Right. And you think you're being nice. But but the relationship in that moment doesn't feel connected. Yep. Right. And then you're wondering why you need another cocktail in order to have a little more fun at this party. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Right. And so, you know, I can go on for days on this subject. I'll spare, I'll spare you, but there really are eight more ways. And I go deep into it and I get a person to break out of being willing to be a liar. Like, stop people. I love it. I, I love this. And this was something, this is something I had to call myself out on because I, I bought into the lie that it's okay to tell little white lies. If you like, you know, you need to get a table at a restaurant or like, um, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings or mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm oh, like, wait, don't no, forget that. Don't forget. Don't forget this one. I'm bad at confrontation. Bad at confrontation. Right. Right. <gasps> I, yeah. I just not the I just not the confronting type. I just don't like confrontation. Yes. Yeah. That's called lying. <laughs> yes, it, it, it is. And kind of going back to epigenetics, I really like, um, John Bradshaw's book, Family Secrets, which has a lot about, I think, epigenetics and, and, you know, lies in a family or lies in a relationship. They just, even the little white ones, they, they Mm -hmm. add up over time and it creates a sense of, of distrust, you know, with the people that you love the most. So this whole, I I lied to protect. Yeah. never mind. It's not that sexy. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You don't want to, you're, if you go, I want, like, I don't want to jump my person's bones. Yes then you should go, okay, what's your lie list? (laughs) Like, let's just go straight to the lie list. Right. Sorry. Right. So it's very, it's, it's quite shortcutting. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Well, okay. So they can get the book. You have some other goodies for us as well. I believe. I have plenty. You have plenty of goodies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know that we have um, a special current reality quiz. This is yes. something that our listeners can take, and I'm going to link that up in the show notes. And then, of course, they can get the book. Maybe it's you, I imagine, from Amazon yes. or any – it's all over, all over the place. Um, any yes. other places they, they can connect with you? Any other goodies? Well, if, the, if, if you're someone who doesn't love to read or learn it that way, I have, I, I, I have a course called Inner You which is a digital course where you go, where I literally do the whole, I don't do the chapter, but I go through the whole coaching process by telling stories. Like it's a long, you know, it's 10 hours. It's 10 hours with me, right? And 10 sessions and go do the homework and they're digital. So that's the other really great way to get the method pretty clearly and go through the process if you're willing. And then that also has a group component where you get, you know, where you can meet people and do it together. And then there's coaching that's available for free. So there's a whole little 
inner you world also that's pretty cool in the handout beautiful beautiful uh-huh. oh all such good stuff thank you so much Ooh. for the the work that you're doing thank you for this book i look forward to more of them <laughs> but this is yes. a great way to start this is a great way to start and and just um if people want to learn more about epigenetics and ways to work with that do you have any resources that you'd suggest um I don't have them off the top of my head, but there's some amazing, we definitely have them. So I can get, I can get them to you. Okay. Perfect. So that, but the studies are pretty incredible in the books that we have backing what we've been talking about are, yeah, I definitely have a list. Perfect. Okay. So listeners, by the time this airs, I'll have <laughs> that information and you'll, we'll have that in the show notes for you so that you have, you have lots of resources and lots of support. Oh, Lauren, you're a delight. Thank you so much for all this information. Thank you for really calling us forward to tell the truth. That, Come that, on. That's simple. You know, <laughs> there's so many takeaways from this episode, yet that one of, of tell the truth, stop lying to yourself and others. It, 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 yeah. that, that whole saying, the truth sets you free. It, yes. it, it really, it really, really, really does. And, you know, yes. of course, like we want to have discernment. We don't want to just be, you know, truth telling all over to the fact that we're, you know, may hurt someone's feelings or something, have discernment, but the, but lying, lying is, 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 a uh, it imprisons us in so many ways. Yeah. So, yes. So yes. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. Any f- <laughs> final piece of wisdom that you, you know, not all the people listening will be your clients, but that you would love to impart on anyone that you've worked with, any of your clients, what do you think is the most important thing that you want them to know? That that first sit down and just tell the truth, right? Like, even if you're never going to show it to anybody, right? Like, what's the truth you're, you haven't been willing to face, right? And then just, right? Like, so there, there's always a way to talk to your higher self and deal with yourself. With you know you and a piece of paper, you can burn it after, right? But but you know the truth. Like the truth is always right there, right? And and then no one knows what to do with it, which is fine. And that's fine. Please read the book. There's what right? Like go get help or, but start there. And that start changes everything. Admitting something, admitting you lie, admitting you're not happy is like the biggest first step. And don't underestimate how profound it is. Uh, yes. Thank you, Lauren. Yes. Hey, everybody. Before I sign off, I want to let you know about another Podcast One show you might want to check out. It's called No Excuse with John Taffer. You sit down and listen to John, the award-winning hospitality legend, as he brings his straight talk and unapologetic approach to daily topics and current events. You don't want to miss his latest interview with Adam Carolla. So download No Excuses every Tuesday on Podcast One, podcastone.com, and Apple Podcasts. Also remember to rate and review all the shows that you listen to. And before I sign off, just want to give you some useful car tips. Do you know that a coffee filter and a little bit of olive oil can clean your interior? Removing excess weight from your car will improve gas mileage, and you can place your key fob to your chin to increase its range. Well, here's another tip you may not know about. True Car also helps people get used cars. That's right. True Car isn't just for buying new cars. With their certified dealer network and nationwide inventory of nearly 1 million used cars, you'll enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler car buying experience, whether you buy new or used. 
used. And with TrueCar, users can see what others paid. So they'll know if they're getting a good deal before buying. They're more likely to enjoy a faster car buying experience by connecting with a TrueCar certified dealer. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, check out TrueCar and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. All right, everybody, that's Coach's Corner for this week. Every Wednesday, you catch your live life coaching episode. Every Saturday is a Coach's Corner. Until next time, wishing you much love and many blessings.